So welcome back again to Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. Um, as promised last week, we said we'd do a little piece this week on the Sacred Heart. So delighted to have joined me uh, today is the editor of actually of the Sacred Heart Messenger, Father Donald Neary. Good morning to you, Father. How are you? Good morning, John. Sleeping well. Thanks very much. Good. Thanks a lot for joining us, Father. Yes. So very very glad to do so. Yeah. As as it was the feast of the Sacred Heart last Friday, um, we thought it'd be a good idea to have Father Donald join us and, and bring us up to date. Maybe for those of us who who, who are, um, know quite a bit about the Sacred Heart, maybe some of us don't know as much. But Father Father might be able to help us out this morning. Yeah. So Father, just starting off with this with with the Sacred Heart and the devotion. When and when and where did it begin? It was a long time ago, I assume. Well, the, the Sacred Heart devotion goes back to the to the early church, coming from the, from the gospel story of on the cross, the the sword pierced Jesus' heart, and blood and water flowed out. The blood, his gift of himself, and the and the water of the church, the birth of the church, and then it, it went through various times. But the principal time that we celebrate is very much 17th century France, where um, the the church officially presented a rather cold view of God and a sister, now St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, had had uh, visions where Jesus appeared to her, showing her his heart, uh, the heart that beats with love for everyone. And her spiritual director was a Jesuit, St. Claude, La- Saint Claude Lacolombiere. And between them, they, they, they revolutionized the devotion, which was that the love of God was made very visible in the humanity of Christ, that Jesus was a human being like the rest of us and had a heart of love for us. And then it went on through, since then really, it was very, it's very popular throughout the world. Nearly every church you go into has a statue of the Sacred Heart. And um, at the moment we would be trying to say the devotion to the Sacred Heart is the devotion to the love of God made visible in Jesus Christ. It's not just Jesus himself, it's God, Father, Son, and Spirit, but it's, it's made visible in a very human way. And over the years, particularly in Ireland, where the Mass was in Latin and was all up there on the altar, and um, a lot of people couldn't get to Mass, remember. And it's interesting to see how people managed to keep faith going when they couldn't get to Mass. The devotion to the Sacred Heart was very much in the homes. And you might remember, still there, the, the pictures of the Sacred Heart with the eyes that followed you all over the room, maybe. As my mother would say, if you steal biscuits out of the fridge, the Sacred Heart will see you. So we just gave him a, took the biscuits and offered him one. That was the way it was. It was a very familiar relationship. St. Ignatius of Loyola talks about prayer being familiarity with God like with a friend. And that's what the Sacred Heart devotion did. Now, it has waned a bit. Unfortunately, the, the real meaning of it got a bit lost over the years with very sugary sort of statues and an effeminate sort of Jesus. Hymns with words we'd never use nowadays. But the meaning of it is still there. And that's what the Messenger magazine is about, to spread the love of God in the heart of Christ. But that's a very brief... Um, and history of it. And thank you very much, Need. And yes, but most yeah. of us would have grown up with that picture of the Sacred Heart, as you said, yeah. following us all around the room. But but 
but you did remind us then that that in the days when mass wasn't as as um, uh, people it wasn't so easy for people maybe to get to daily mass or maybe even Sunday mass maybe that, yes that, that, Sunday that, mass yeah. That devotions, uh, the, the, the devotions were a very important part of people holding on to their faith. Yeah. And they still are, because I know I worked in Gardner Street Parish for years. They, we would have had a huge crowd for the Novena to St. Francis Xavier, and in the old days for the Novena to the Sacred Heart. Pope Francis is very strong about devotions. I remember a bishop in Dublin saying it was the devotions of the religious churches kept the faith alive in Dublin. And those devotions went out with the people to the outlying parishes. And if you ever find, say, the Novena of Grace in a parish, you can be sure it came because the people in that parish now grew up in the inner city. But they're very important, and we've lost them a bit, unfortunately. And unfortunately, we have lost the devotion to the Sacred Heart. But we try to keep it going. I think that is. Why do you think that we have lost well, the devotion? After Vatican II, devotions went out of favour a bit. Everything had to be in the Mass. And personally, I think we're overmassed. Yeah. Everything is in the Mass. So there was no time for a more, a more personal sort of prayer and hymns. Then faith has weakened a bit. And one of the first things to weaken will be devotions. Some of the devotions were a bit um, outdated. But we need a devotional life. I would say for young people, Tese prayer is devotional prayer. And of course, the rosary and all the traditional ones. But you know, devotional prayer is about the heart. And a good devotion is always based on the scripture. And that's why some of them have got lost. And the Sacred Heart has a, a deep scriptural background and acceptable in the church long before the Reformation. So you could go to a Protestant church and, and pray about the Sacred Heart. And it's been part of Irish life very much. It's in the folklore. And you know the stories that are so well told about during the war when, when girls went to a dance, they'd bring the messenger and rub the red paint on their face when they got out of sight of their mother. There's yeah. all sorts of stories like that. Our one lady told me she keeps the messenger in the car the way she'll drive safely. So yeah. th- there is still something deep in the devotion. And Does the, devotion, the first Friday devotion, did that come through the Sacred Heart? Yes, no? that came through the Sacred Heart as well, and the Holy Hour. And the Holy Hour. The Holy Hour on the first Friday. I remember as a kid going to the Holy Hour. I remember once we were there and the priest was giving a terrible sermon about drink and the evils of drink. And that was myself and my mother and we were, <laughs> my father going to pub. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the first Friday, and she's a bit. I never understand the first Friday. I mean, God promises heaven to us without the Sacred Heart. First Friday, so the first Friday became a little bit superstitious at times. Yes, there might be some people who might take that view. Okay, especially maybe yeah. in, in as they call it these days. You know, yeah. in modern Ireland or the modern world, and so on and so forth. But but that brings me on to to yeah. the to the Sacred Heart Messenger. Yeah. Your, your, oh, maybe just before I leave that, uh, the Jesuits also have a special responsibility in terms of the devotion to the Sacred Heart, do they? Or, or, or a special connection? Yes, it was given very much by popes to the Jesuits. It always had the approval of the popes given to the Jesuits. And we, we have kept it going. Like, we keep the messenger going. Mm. And um, 
some some people would be more keen on it than others. A younger generation are not so devotional, and some of younger people wonder how are you worshiping the heart? Because we're not worshiping a part of the body, and we need to get better images of the Sacred Heart. With that, I would agree with yes. that because yeah. yes, yes, from my own memories. Just yes. okay, just maybe moving on, Father, to uh, the Sacred Heart Messenger, of which you're the editor. Yes. Um, tell us how this all started and and why, maybe. Well, it started briefly 131 years ago. Father James Cullen was a Jesuit working in Dublin, former priest of Ferns Diocese. And he went into his rector in Belvedere once said he wanted to start a magazine to promote the apostleship of prayer, which is people who pray for the Pope's intentions every day. And in fact, um, I was in Rome on Friday at the celebration of 175 years of the apostleship of prayer and the morning offering a very favorite prayer. So we began as that, Father Colin. He got a room and a pound and told to start it. During the war, Second World War, it had a huge circulation. Through some miracle, we, we, we always managed to get paper during the war to print it. But at the moment, it's a widely selling religious magazine for its time. It's a miracle nearly, 45,000 copies a month, uh, going up soon enough to two euros. So it's, it's very good value. And it's very modern design, modern articles, but respecting tradition and respecting people's background of faith. Yeah. I'm sure many of your readers would know it. It's still the little red book. Yes, I've, I've got one here in front of me. I, I mean, what, yes. what I like about the front, about the front cover is um, it's got this idea of a modern message in a much-loved tradition. Yes. And that's something yeah, we a much-loved tradition. We, we want to keep... And, and the tradition would be very much the the devo- the the, uh, the love of God in the heart of Christ. So we have a lot of articles about prayer and faith, also on the faith that does justice, which is a very strong um, focus of the Jesuits now, and it, it is a magazine of the Jesuits. And we also try to present a forward-looking view of the church. We have some articles coming, especially from lay people. How do I see the church in 10 years' time, 20 years' time? Mm. What sort of a church are, are we planning and bringing to birth at the moment? And so, and important because there's people out there who, who need to be encouraged, to, especially those who are just about hanging on to their faith sometimes. Exactly. And not too sure what it's yeah. all about. And yeah. magazines like this are very important because it's an easy read, um, in, in our own local parishes here, or in Newcastle West, anyway, County Limerick, you can certainly get them; they're freely available, yeah. uh, and I'm sure other other churches around the area too. But but it's very easy to pick in, and may, maybe the articles might only take about just a few minutes to read. But the encouragement you can get for them is, is, is um, yeah. Is and we'd like it to be an encouraging magazine, and you can see that go through the contents, you know. But also being up to date about. Some some um, issues at the moment, and also stories of people's own faith. That's always uh, very page, yeah. That's always very encouraging for people to 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 hear somebody else's story of how they're yes. living out their faith. Isn't that right, Father? Yeah, yeah. 
And as well as that, I mean, also, you can also touch base uh, with the magazine through an online source. Isn't that right? On your, from your it webpage? Is, you can get it online. Uh, subscription is 15 euros a year. It's main, It's sold very much through promoters. And I want to pay tribute to the promoters. If any of you are listening, thank you very much for promoting the magazine. 80% of our sales are through promoters and a certain amount through individual subs, and then some bookshops take it. And if, you, if you're a shopkeeper and could sell a few for us, it would be great. If we don't have people to promote it, it'll be in our dispatch area here and eventually going to the green bin. Yeah. So we, we really need help in par- parishes are very good for it as well. And then we have our distributors through um, Eason's, Dunn stores and places, and a lot of bookshops. And even even just looking through the June edition now, I mean, I'm just yeah. you know just a quick look. You got that's a, right. I have a, it in front of me a, here. A, yeah, a, a Pentecost prayer by yourself. Um, there's a Sacred yeah. Heart, uh, frustrated heart, uh, and an yeah, Iliad. That's, yeah, uh, the care the care for the separated and divorced. You know, I mean, yes. people people need to people need to, to have a yeah. A that was by somebody who found very little parish support when um, when she had a marriage breakup. And she used to work in the parish, and for a year or two, nobody came near her. And just when she was writing the article, she got a phone call again from the parish priest to give retreats and so on, and she was delighted. I thank God for that. And that's in keeping very much with Pope Francis on his 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 um, openness that everybody has a role in the church. And, and that a... gets him a lot of enemies, mm-hmm. as you know. Oh, of course. <laughs> Yeah. And, and 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 actually, there is an item this week, uh, this month on Pope Francis and the Heart of Christ. That's also that's right. Some some quotes from from homilies of Pope Francis on the feast of the Sacred Heart over the last few years. A little piece there, women of faith, Edel Quinn, Edel Quinn, Edel Quinn. That's right. Yeah, we, we we had a series by John Murray, who's parish priest in John Patrick, on women of faith, particularly Irish and British. We'd have a, we'd have a good circulation in. Written also. Very good. So um, he, he's done different women who influenced faith. In Mother Mary Aikenedge, Mother Macaulay, Margaret Aylward, and so on. And of course, if we go to other items that people like to dip into every now and again, there's a little bit there on gardening, I see. Gardening, yeah. Uh, 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 recipes. Recipes. And then there's, th- yeah. uh, there's a Thanksgiving letters too. I mean, the, the yes, opportunity. Yes, we get letters of Thanksgiving. We're always happy to get them, people who've prayed for something. And you get very real ones. Um, and it's interesting if you look over the last 130 years and read through the Thanksgiving letters, it's like a history of Ireland. Like wartime, thanks for keeping my son safe. And now, thanks for my daughter's satisfactory divorce. No, we pray and thanks for everything that means something to people, you know. And this is a wonderful outlet that people don't always have. Okay, sometimes, exactly, yeah. some, but but yeah. when when they see their own their own prayer of thanksgiving printed, exactly, know, and a lot of people will will be able to um, identify with some of the prayers of thanks. We don't get as many as we used to get, so we'll be very grateful for any of those as well. And maybe just to finish up, I like Eve, yeah. even on, on page three of, of, um, of this one. Uh, this For this month, we have the Pope's intention. We have with Jesus in the morning, with Jesus in the night. Maybe yes. maybe you can just share that, that prayer with us, please, uh, Father, with Jesus yeah. in the morning, please. Right. Well, the prayer of Jesus, we always put in a morning offering. 
and I'll, I'll just give you the June one. This is a morning offering. Loving Father, I rest underneath your gaze this morning. Help me to be an apostle of your love, being an active cooperator in your mission this day. I offer my thoughts, words, and deeds for the intentions of the Holy Father for this month. And we end with the Our Father. And if you don't mind... And a lot of people get that on their Facebook every morning. There are a lot of our listeners, Father, who listen to us at 11 o'clock of a Sunday night. So would you mind, yes. just for those people, finishing off with, with Jesus in the night, please? Oh, yeah. And now this is the night prayer for those listening at night. And that's a very Ignatian tradition of praying in, in the morning, in the middle of the day, and in the evening. With Jesus in the night. As night falls upon the earth, I examine my conscience. How well did I live up to the name of Christian? In what areas of my life do I need to grow? Heal my heart, Lord, and now and into tomorrow transform me into a missionary of your love. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Father. Thanks for sharing that with me. I I must say my wife uh, um, has been a subscriber um, to buying your your magazine for years, and I must say she converted me now to take a good look at it this month as I speak. That's great. And I tell you, uh, it's fine. I I think I'll be dipping into it a bit more, and hopefully more people will. So just to remind people again, um, how can they get a copy if if it's not all? You can get the Messenger in many parish bookstands, parish bookshops, you can subscribe www.messenger.ie okay. and you'll, you'll get a, a page there, Current Messenger. You can go into that. You'll actually get three free reads and you can subscribe mm-hmm. online. You can also, um, yeah, you subscribe online and it's posted out to you every month. You can buy it online on our website as well at 15 euros a month. Um and some bookshops sell it, and you'll you'll see it there. It's it's very identifiable with its red cover, and we're very grateful for all the support we get from from people around in parishes, from priests and parish secretaries. Often keep an eye if if they run out, they order more, and that's where you could get it. And if it's not in your parish, you could always ring us up. And wh- what we often do is we we'll give a a three month trial of twelve copies a month for three months free and then if it sells you you um the parish can order have you got a phone number handy there father that's a dublin number so zero one six seven six seven four nine one you are staying yeah. with us for the for the for the gospel reflection are you father i will if you like All yeah. right please so now we'll leave this section of, uh, of of the program with a beautiful piece of music and because it's the Feast of the Sacred Heart and we're speaking the Sacred Heart, we'll have one this morning by um, Regina Natham and this one is entitled Sweetheart of Jesus, a favourite of many people who listen to the program this morning. Oh, they'll all know this one. So please join us again in part three where we'll read and reflect on the Word of God. <laughs> 